Ladies and gentlemen, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, this is a Fred Daly Productions podcast. Ah, ah, they said it. They said it. <laughs> he said the thing. He said the thing. They said it. <laughs> Almost been 50 years and they finally said it. They finally, finally said it in canon. Cue the music, Michael. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, gosh. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Well, we're going to have company. Loud noises! Ah, hello. Hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. And I... Here I am thinking... <laughs> and I thought the remake of Arthur was the worst thing Russell Brand has done. I'm a Michael Lister. <laughs> Keeping it topical as always. Keeping it topical. Hell yeah. Oh, yep. And you're now, now most definitely experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the medium of Deuce. Not thress, tooth. <laughs> Where is the Fulia? She's editing. Hello, Fulia. Hello, Future Fulia. Fulia. Future Fulia, our, our lord and saviour editor. Um, <laughs> we adore thee. Um, she's not here, uh, unfortunately. She's back at the hockey, doing the hockey yes. thing. And watching the hockey today as well. So, uh, I believe. Unless, <laughs> unless that was yesterday. I can't remember. But yeah, it's been a hockey time for Fulia, so she's not with us this week, but uh, she will hopefully return next week, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, watching the hockey, smelling the hockey. Mmm, I love the smell of hockey in the morning. <laughs> smells like ice. Ice, ice, yes. Nice and Baby. Nice and crisp <laughs> and fresh and chilled ice. Sweet. Yes, yes. All right, well, um, let's get into the show. It's going to be a you know, it's not just Fulia not being here that's going to make it a bit different for, than usual because we don't really have any news to discuss. So, because, uh, you know, fuck Hollywood, I guess. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood is shut down. Hollywood is shut down. Um, but that's okay. We've been watching a bunch of stuff and we've got some trailers. And, of course, we've got an epic uh, discussion for you guys at the end of the show. So stick around. Um, thanks for being here if you are and if you're listening uh, as well. Thank you very much. Um, Michael. Hello. Let's, let's dive in. Weekly weekly watchings. This is going to be a, this is going to be a good chat. What have what have you been watching this week? <laughs> well, my complete week has been rocked because a certain someone says, "Hey, I'm going to watch some Doctor Who." Thought, <laughs> ah, that's a good idea. I'm going to watch Doctor Who too. I wonder I wonder how many how many times do I have to watch an episode a day? It's like, "Oh, 2 to 3." <laughs> if you're watching the new new series <laughs> but me being the complete madman that i am if i add the classic series i'm watching five episodes a day <laughs> amazing amazing and dare i say i'm a little bit behind <laughs> <laughs> but i like a challenge <clears throat> challenge is always good yes challenge accepted and i've accepted it great because it's my my fault and i've been it's it's been a while 
since I've been re-watching it, so it just makes sense that I'll just go back and I'll start to watch it. So, start back with the uh, Eccleston, and I finished the whole of Season 1, and almost finished Season 2. And, oh. yeah, Season 2 is a bit of a slog. Oh. Not to spoil it. Okay. Well, some of the episodes are a bit, okay. <laughs> Find your feet. It's okay. Interesting. They get better. I'm just, I'm just waiting for Season 4. Anyway, because <laughs> uh, cool. a certain companion comes back. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been watching Doctor Who, so I put everything on hold. I haven't watched any, like, uh, One Piece, so that's on the back burner. Uh, but I'll probably get back to, back into it next week. Uh, well, this week. It's Monday today, isn't it? No, it's Sunday, actually. At the time mm-hmm. At the time of recording, it is Sunday, but at the time people will be listening to this, it will likely be Monday. Yeah, it's the it's the slither of time that's between end of week and start of week. Indeed. Yeah, so I've been watching. Well, I've also um, had to catch up on my only murders in the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because I missed out last week, uh, and yes, a very interesting cameo. I thought yes, so I'm going to spoil it right now because that's I think fine. you look. You you looked it up. I think week. I did, and I and I, I can't remember who it was now, but I feel like um, when you say it, oh. I'll be like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so, hmm, the agony of choice to spoil it, even though it's not spoiled from last week. Just do it. Uh, Matthew Broderick comes up, comes back. Ah uh, yes, uh, well, yes. Uh, pops up. Pops up. Yes, I yes I yes I did see. Yes. Yeah. Um, Very cool. I thought that was the coming. I thought that was the cameo that Fulio was talking about, but then another cameo came around. Mm-hmm. So, so it involves Matthew Broderick as well. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I might leave that. You might leave uh, that to, one. I'll leave that for you to find. Okay, find I, out when I eventually watch it. I lead the horse to water, but do not make them drink. <laughs> Not not saying that you're a horse. That's, no, that's, that's that's a bad analogy. No, that's Matthew Broderick's wife. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I I had to. It was there. <laughs> I, 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 I I do I do not subscribe to the uh, the, vi- the 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 whole the is, bashing the bashing of <laughs> the bashing her. of a woman's appearance. Yes, because she's she's wonderful. But um, but I had to do yeah. it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Personality. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> I'm on King Cattrall's side. Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, she's been in more nerdy shit, so cool. That's true. She does yes. have the nerd cred. What else? Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so I watched two episodes back to back, and yeah, I really enjoy where this this is going. And um, props for the for the for the makers. They're they're actually ma- uh, in the show. Uh, it's a show within a show, and the show that they were going to do was going to be a straight play, and they and now they're doing it as a musical. And they're actually writing musical numbers oh. that are pretty catchy. And I'm not that big of a fan of musical uh, music musicals in general. Right. I only like certain ones. Um. Some that actually, uh, you know, a lot of off-Broadway stuff that that I really enjoy. And, yeah, so that's great. Um, 
uh, yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. As opposed to Ahsoka, but we'll talk about that later. Yes, Spoilers. <laughs> um, yeah, so mostly just Doctor Who. So, Amazing. yeah, just... It was a wonderful time in 2005, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Yeah, so certain things, it was like, oh, that didn't... Eh. Oh, well, it's dated. I mean, it's almost 20 years. So. It is almost 20 years, yeah. So what about you, Kendall? What were you doing 20 years ago? <laughs> uh, not watching Doctor not Who. Not watching Doctor Who, yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, I, w- I wasn't going to start with Doctor Who, but I can't say no to a segue. So, um... That's all right. Uh, it's time travel. We can go back to it. Oh, that's true. All right, all right, done. Oh, that gets me out of it. Um, yeah, no, I... Time travel is always a get-out-of-jail-free card <laughs> when it comes to writers. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's why I don't want Stranger Things to do time travel. And they probably will. They probably will. Yeah. There's an opportunity. There is an opportunity. Anyway, mm. we'll worry about that. In I, want to, I want to see an, uh, an older um, Dustin being played by John C. Riley. Anyway, oh. fan casting. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's great. Anyway, hmm. um, anyway yes. Um, my weekly watchings, more than uh, more than last week, um, which is nice, because I've, I've been on holiday from work um, for the past week so far so i've had more time hence the beginning of my doctor who journey uh officially, officially. <laughs> um but yeah i went to the movies twice uh this week i saw um and fulia will be happy to hear my thoughts on this one i saw a haunting in venice ah um, i saw that come out yeah yeah it just came out like a week and a bit ago now um and and it's i okay i still haven't seen murder on the orient express so I can't say that this is the best of the three, but this one is definitely better than Death on the Nile. Um, I liked it a lot. I thought it was a, a very good movie, a good mystery, a um, bit spooky. Uh, Fulia, just FYI, you will be able to handle it. I know. I remember when we did the trailer, you were a bit like, I'll still watch it, but... You know, a bit Spooks app- ahoy. Apprehensively, um, it's yeah. You, it, you would, she would definitely, Fully would definitely be able to handle this. Um, that's for sure. It's um, but yeah, it, it's really good. The setting's great. The cast is awesome. Um, yeah, uh, and Kenneth Branagh again. You know, just knocking it out of the park. Um, yeah, I really, really liked it. So, um, I would recommend people check it out. It, I yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than Death on the Nile. Um, yeah. So I need to watch Murder on the Orient Express now. I need to do that. Um, and the other movie I went and saw at the cinema, uh, was a Korean American film called Past Lives, um, which has been making waves, um, around the world in terms of, um, the festivals it's been playing at all year. Um, and now it's finally, uh, in wide release here in Australia. Uh, I could not recommend this movie more. Um, uh, it might be the best movie of the year. Um, mm. and I'm not trying to oversell it because yeah, it might be true. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely the best romance, like the, the best romantic film I think I've ever seen. Um, it's so real, so authentic, so honest, um, and vulnerable and just, and modern as well. Like it's about, it's basically about these two childhood sweethearts that get separated because, the girl's family decides to emigrate to Canada. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, we, I think we we've did, seen the trailer. We for did it, the yeah. we did the trailer. Yeah, that's right. 
Um, and then, yeah, and then it's, you know, um, takes place in the childhood and then 12 years after that, the first time they reconnect online, um, she's in New York, he's in Seoul. And then uh, we jump forward another 12 years. Um, she's still in New York and married to an American guy and he's uh, still in Seoul and just had a, uh, you know, a long-term relationship of his own end. And they finally meet each other again uh, in person for the first time. Um, and it's just, it's so beautiful that it's, it's so well written. Like there's some incredible dialogue in there and, and just themes and that are explored of, of human connection and, and things about like whether or not humans are destined to be together or, or like, like the whole, the whole concept of the movie past lives is sort of, it, there's apparently this, this thing in Korea and I haven't looked into it myself because uh, I, have, I haven't thought to do it, so that's on me. But um, So I, I hope it's a legitimate... I'm sure it's a legitimate thing that they believe in, but there's this thing called Inyun, which is apparently talking about um, how, uh, you know, we're the same... It's like a reincarnation thing of, like, the same souls connect with each other um, in every lifetime. Um, and, like, you can go from, you know, walking past someone in the street like, you know, 200 years ago or whatever, you brush against them, 200 years later, they could be your soulmate. Like, it's just, it's these layers of what they call inyun just building on top of each other. And so, like, the, the movie kind of d- goes into that of, like, these two childhood sweethearts, like, they have this thing, but then they brought apart, but they keep coming back together, and each time they come back together, their connection and their love for each other is stronger. Um, so it's, yeah, it's fucking beautiful. I could not recommend it more. I really couldn't. Um, probably going to win Best Picture next year, if not Best International Feature or Best Screenplay at the Oscars, if the Oscars actually happen, who knows, uh, at this point. But, um, but yeah, go see Past Lives, please. It's just amazing. It's so good. Um, and, yeah, and then uh, as for TV stuff, um, started Season 4 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah which is very exciting because it's my favorite season of the whole show um so which is is fitting too because it's the halfway point of the series um but yeah it's it's incredible um still they're doing the we're in the middle of the ghost rider arc they brought ghost rider in um he's played by um gabriel luna who is um tommy in the last of us joel's brother um yeah. in, in, the, in the series um so yeah and so he's playing Robbie Reyes uh, not the obviously not the um Nicolas Cage version of the character whose name escapes me um Johnny something I think it is um anyway Johnny Cage Johnny is it Johnny, Johnny Cage no it's not Johnny Cage um and we're self for that um yes so yeah so that's been really really good um and yeah and then of course that brings me to the the final thing i watched during the week which was the first half Mm. (laughs) of (laughs) season one of doctor who i had hoped to watch the whole first season considering it is only 13 episodes but i uh yeah time got away from me i had a lot of shit on in the back end of the week so um yeah but i know i've you know I'm, i'm now up to like I, I'm I, full disclosure. I'm not rewatching Dalek because I've already seen it. Um, and I oh, figure, so okay. And I figure yeah. I figure I don't really need to rewatch it because I didn't watch it that long ago, and that way it'll speed up my 
my watch if I skip over the ones I've already seen. But I am going to rewatch um, Blink because that was fucking amazing. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one I will rewatch, but all the others I'll just skip over. Um, yeah, season three. Season so, three? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So Doctor Who, I'm in. Um, I'm, I'm, okay. I love David Tennant and he's outside of like being a, you know, the fact that I'm a new Whovian, I suppose. I've always kind of been drawn to him as just automatically he's my favorite doctor. But I'm watching Christopher Eccleston. I'm just like, dude is fantastic. He's so, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's so good. Like I I mean, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of his as an actor anyway. Like he's he's very talented, um, and and I, I love yeah a lot, a lot, everything about his performances and stuff. But here, he just looks like he's having a ball. He's having a blast. He's like from what I've seen of Doctor Who over the last couple of years that I've watched bits and bobs of it is that I've gathered that the Doctor is just really this character who's just very aloof, but can also be as serious as fucking anything when he needs to be. Um, mm. And I really like that. I really like that. I think that's really cool. And I think Eccleston does it really, really well. Um, but his, when he smiles, though, I smile, like, every time. I love his <laughs> smile. He has this just, like, cheeky and charming grin that's just so endearing and joyful. Um, so I'm going to miss that when that goes away. Um, but But, yeah, I just love how playful he is and, like, one of my favorite scenes, I think, was in the first episode when he's just in Rose's kitchen and just fiddling with everything in the background while Rose is trying to, you know, make sense of what's going on or whatever. I can't remember the exact scene now, but yeah, that was that was quite funny. Um, yeah, it's been a good ride. I've I've like the Charles Dickens episode was very amusing. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed Simon Callow's performance um, as as Mr. Dickens. I thought he was phenomenal. Um, and how he kind of had a a nice like that moment at the end, and I know the the Van Gogh episodes coming a few seasons away, but it was nice to see like at the end he's like asking the doctor like my books do they last? And he's like yeah yeah they do they last forever like and I'm just like that was just so nice, and then for him to like run down the street like fucking you know Scro- <laughs> Scrooge. Scrooge you know God bless us everyone like that was it was just beautiful. Um, let me. Look back over the um, episode listing, and I'll just need to remember because I watched most of them earlier on in the week before I watched a lot of other stuff that might clogged up my brain. Um, but I did finish today the um, the two parter with the is it Slitheen or Slitheen? I could I couldn't. Oh yeah, the Slitheen. Slitheen. Uh, yeah. Boomtown and World War Three. I think it is called. Yeah. The- well. Yeah. Uh, it's um. I think the first one's like aliens in London, an alien in London, I think. Oh, and, alien in London. And then it's yeah, and then World War Three is the episode. There, there's another there's another episode called Boomtown. Ah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the end of the world. I like the end of the world episode as well. That was really good. Um, yeah. Yeah. The second second episode. Second episode. I thought that was I thought that was quite that was quite good. Um, and you know. I said in the in the um, chat, it's. I just was like, it's moisturized me. I know that <laughs> from. Mm-hmm. I know that meme. I know that meme from it's from Tumblr basically. I just like <laughs> I used to see people post post images like screen caps of of Cassandra, um, 
And now I'm like, oh, now I get it. She's, yeah, she's just awful. Um, <laughs> she's the human trampoline. She's a human trampoline. I, th- I thought she was fantastic, though. Um, as just as, just in general as, like, a character. I don't, like, just really kind of fascinating. Um, yeah, it, that was a fun, that was a really fun episode. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to more. Um, I, Rose is growing on me. At first I wasn't sure about her, but now she, I'm like, okay, I, I, she's, she's, she's getting a little bit better. She's improving, um, in terms of character. I felt kind of bad that like at the end of World War Three, she like, you know, her mum's like her mum, who I find ridiculously annoying, but I think that's the point of her. Um, mm. um, you know, she just, she's begging Rose not to go, uh, with the doctor and, and, um, you know, and then Rose goes anyway. Um, it's just kind of, I felt bad for her mum and her, and her, <clears throat> her boyfriend, uh, uh, Mickey, AKA Ricky. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, he was, he was oh. interesting. <laughs> I kind of liked at the end that he was like, I'm petrified. I'm not going to go with you. Just don't, ta- don't tell Rose. <laughs> I thought that was, um, that was interesting. Um, I didn't, hmm. I didn't mind him too much. He was all right. Early 2000s masculinity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not very healthy. Um, but anyway, regardless, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's been good. It's been good. I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. And if I'm looking at a screen cap of episode seven, is that Simon Pegg, Michael? That's, that looks like Simon Pegg. It's, yeah, I'm taking your silence as acknowledgement because it looks like Simon Pegg. No, I'm going under a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which reminds me, freaking in the two-part of bloody... Um, uh, Sean's mum from Sean of the Dead was, <laughs> was there. She was fantastic. I loved her, I f- and I I'm so annoyed that I've already forgotten her character name because she was fan bloody tastic, and she kept saying it every time she introduced herself and what you know the Parliament part of Parliament she rec- represented. Yeah. Um, backbencher. Yeah. yeah, backbencher Harriet Jones. That's right. Penel- yep. Penelope Wilson. Yeah, she was amazing. She was she was the highlight of the two parter for me. And I like the twist of like, you know, oh, that's where I know her name from. She's the, uh, you know, she's, she serves three terms as, as PM and, and um, yeah, does a, a lot of great things for, for the world or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Not saying anything. Okay. She comes back. Excellent. Maybe. 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 Ooh, I like like this maybe maybe <laughs> um yeah it's been it's been really fun so far so i'm 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 looking forward to more so after we record tonight i'll probably watch one or two more episodes before i go to bed um yeah it's all good yes yeah boomtown is uh is another episode in season one yes i just saw that and um it looks like the slitheen comeback because the the lady one is in the screen is in the screen cap of that yeah. So did, did you know? Did you notice who she is? She looks very familiar. Yes, I I, I, yes. I, I couldn't place. I, I I forgot to look it up as well. Where she? What she's been in? But I know I've seen her in something before. Please blow my mind, Michael. <clears throat> Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Just is remember, she... this is this is twenty years ago. Yeah. She, does, she doesn't quite look like what she. Does so now. it was she. she is she? Hang on. It, Oh my god, she's the Oh my god, yes. <laughs> she's 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 what's her face behind the bar at the pub? Oh my yep. god. 
Oh, that's great. Oh, that's so good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you very much. That's awesome. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, I have one more one more question before we move on, Michael. Um, so obviously the Doctor and the TARDIS have the ability to time travel. Um, when uh, they come back to London at the start of episode four, um, it's supposed to be like the same day or whatever that they've that they last left were last there whatever right yeah but then 12, 12 hours ago 12 hours ago but then it's 12 months that's passed now why and i know plot and conflict and all this shit and just you know but like why mm-hmm. didn't, why a why did that happen and b why didn't they just get back in the tardis and then undo that and then go back or is it like the whole thing about time travel being things are certain like fixed points and shit and they can't once they've been there they can't then go back from there to because yeah is explain <laughs> <laughs> explain time travel explain to time me time travel why didn't why didn't they just fix it or why 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 was there no discussion of like can't we just go back and fix it or whatever well that's the easy easy way of getting out yes and I think that I think the things that they do they they do touch on this in a future episode on why can't we do this uh, is because it's already a set point uh within the tardis's timeline mm-hmm. like the tardis itself is a is a living thing really it's not really a, a ship so if you go back and cha- change it, it it's just be a huge kerfuffle with with the actual uh, mechanism of the TARDIS. So, right. Uh, a good jail, a, a good get out of jail free card sort of sort of thing for the writers. Like, ah, oh, that's why time travel. Uh, time travel is an illusion <laughs> and fixed points and that. It's like, why don't we go back in time? It's like, well, that's not how it works. Yeah. Because Professor Hulk said it best. <laughs> uh, you. You can't travel. You can't travel in your past. You can only travel from your future. Mm. And and because you go back in time, uh, that's still your future to go back in time. Yeah, yeah. And if you go f- further back to change what what it is now, then you can't change your past that you're living. You can only change other people's, but not your own. Yeah. Yeah. So wibbly wobbly timey wimey, and you don't <laughs> get that yet. No. But you are going to rewatch uh, Blink anyway. Yes, I sure am. Because that's where it's from. Um, yeah. So n- uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They can't do that. Yes. No. I, I figured it was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well, I'm I'm very happy to be finally watching Doctor Who. So we'll see how I go in terms of catching up before the uh, the 60th anniversary stuff kicks off in a couple of months. But um, yeah, better late than shall never. Shall we touch? Shall I touch on the um? There was a, a trailer drop oh, today. Oh, please! I oh yeah, we said that the other, last week, didn't we? That there was going to be a trailer. That's right. Sorry. There's not really much new to it. Okay. We sort of, Sort of, uh, there's extra scene, uh, extra bits uh, tacked on, but we know very little of what's going on. Um, in the trailer, uh, Kate Stewart's back. Hey, uh, she's back, 
and that's it. We don't have a announcement for a release date. They said sometime in autumn, UK autumn, which is our autumn. Spring. No. Spring. That's it. October. November. Hmm. Yes. In November. Sometime in November. Sometime so, in November. Okay. I would recommend uh, when you're doing the rewatch, make sure you get to season four and pretty much finish David Tennant's tenure. Otherwise, what's going on? <laughs> because a certain uh, a certain companion comes back and her story is important because they do dwell on uh, her past with the Doctor, which is David Tennant. So, yes, yeah. yes, okay, yeah. No, I yeah, I know. Um, yeah, Donna's in it. Yeah, that's what we're mm, talking about. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, good. Yes, I will, um, yeah, I will endeavour to at least, I'm sure I will at least get up to Matt Smith or Peter Capaldi, hopefully, by the time the, you know, specials start coming out. But, um, yeah, I'll definitely finish Tenant. so. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I assume, is probably the essential thing to to get done. Yeah, makes sense. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. And then, and then, Yeah. I need to squeeze in a rewatch of Loki season one again before that. Yeah, I was thinking about doing the same thing. Um, I could do it because I'll. I'm not going to be at work the day before it drops, so I could definitely make it happen. But because um, it's coming out, I, this was going to be our one news item if I decide to go ahead with the news. But they've shifted Loki's release date forward a day, so it's going to be out. Um, oh, poo. Yeah. <laughs> no time. <laughs> no time. But it's gonna be. It's still gonna be um, Friday, the sixth of October for us, just because of the time difference. So it'll be the morning instead of the evening, similar to how Ahsoka comes out Wednesday yeah. mornings instead of the evenings for us. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I watch it. Watch it in my own time in the afternoon. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you have to wait. And then till I warn you. O'clock. And then I warn you. It's like, stay off the internet. <laughs> yes. Carry off. I will be staying off the internet um, that Friday. Well, I should. I'm not going to be at work that day either, so I should be able to have time to watch it before I have it spoiled for me. So, hmm. stay off Tumblr. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. The thirst traps are strong. The thirst traps will be strong, and Loki will. I'm sure will break Tumblr again, just like it did the first time around. Loki. <laughs> All right, that's the weekly watchings. Um, so now we're just going to skip right on ahead and roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Yes, nice. It is trailer park time, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we are here to talk about four trailers this week. Make trailer park a little bit... Um, little bit longer uh, to extend um so uh starting with um the second trailer for the hunger games the ballad of songbirds and snakes um yes i'm this trailer has me more excited for the movie than the first trailer did i like the first trailer um but this trailer for some reason it's just it showed a lot more um and it like brought the book back to me. Like I read the book three years ago, 
um, when it came out. Um, and yeah, and I, I really like, it's really nice, you know, those occasions and they're rare for me these days when I was a kid, when I used to read more, they were more often, but like when you're watching something that's been adapted from a book to a film and you're just, mm. you're seeing what you imagine come to life and like certain things that were in this trailer, like the, you see the arena in which they, the, this hunger games in that happens in this movie, this story, this uh, takes place. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of exactly how I pictured it. Um, so that made me really happy and excited. Um, but yeah, there are certain other things in the trailer that made me really sad and scared and worried. Um, or, if I, if only for the characters uh, and the story, not for the quality of the movie. I think it's going to be a good movie. Like, it's directed by Francis Lawrence, who directed um, three out of the four Hunger Games films, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's a good good, good film uh, filmmaker. Um, and, yeah, and again, I'll just reiterate, I love the fact that um, Jason Schwartzman is playing um, the... the in this, he's playing the ancestor of um, Stanley Tucci's character, Caesar Flickerman, from the Hunger Games trilogy. Um, I, I think that's a perfect casting choice. Um, so I'm looking forward to see what he's going to be able to do. And and yeah, uh, it's going to be it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be very tragic because um, you know our our main character, Coralina Snow, is uh, the protagonist in this story, but uh, in the Hunger Games books and movies he is most certainly the opposite um so it's gonna be uh yeah it's gonna be very interesting um to see how it all plays out and how people respond to the movie that haven't read the book as well i'm looking forward to the reactions of the public hello michael <laughs> that'll be you uh, i'm a representation <laughs> i'm a representation yes um but yeah it looks it looks good i'm looking forward to watching this one um I'm, I hope at the moment, though, Viola Davis's villain um, is a, feels a little over the top, but her character is very sinister in the book, so um, it kind of makes sense. But yeah, we'll, I'll, we'll see how it goes in the movie. We'll see. Um, Michael, what did you think of the trailer for this one? As someone who has never really engaged with the Hunger Games world before. Except for trailers and pop culture. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Um, it definitely has that feel of what I have seen, and it's mostly trailers and that, and that and pop culture as well. So uh, the world is very familiar, like off-mosis sort of thing, mm. mm -hmm. of uh, everything is uh, the post-apocalyptic sort of heightened uh, reality of it. And the and the uh, I enjoy the uh, architecture. When it comes to yeah. like their buildings and that, and how it's very stylized and 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 to do with um, <clears throat> uh, a world that is suffering, but we don't see the cracks, and you get get to see like the the heightened uh, elites and their. Uh, it, it's very um, uh, post French Revolution sort of up to the nines and you're waiting for those uh waiting for the cracks and the guillotines to come out <laughs> and i haven't seen and uh i haven't seen or read any of it but um i can only assume that it, it looks pretty cool for someone who's actually been in that has dived into that world and uh er everyone in it is sort of uh playing a good game um 
lot, lot of fun of saying, "Oh, oh, oh, Peter Dinklage, yeah." yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, who's he playing? He looks like a monk. I don't know. <laughs> I suppose you know who he is. Yes, I know who he is. Yes. Is he a goodie or a Betty? He's a complicated character. He's um. Oh. Yeah, I think he's gonna be like if, from what I remember him from the book, he's just sort of a morally morally gray, but he does kind of tend more towards the good side, hmm. I think. But yeah, he's basically what like the the guy who helps to um you know make the Hunger Games what they become in terms of like a spectacle and not to, oh. and not just an execution. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's sort of the the grandfather of of the Hunger Games, if you will. Cool. Mm. <laughs> uh, I wonder. Uh, I know of like one of the biggest gripes. Well, gripes um, is not seeing like malnourished kids, and <laughs> and it's like from the previous movie is like they these kids don't look like <laughs> they 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 look like they've had hearty meals. They're supposed to be hungry. Isn't this supposed to be the Hunger Games? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it's yeah. It's 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 sci-fi fantasy. It's it's post-apocalyptic, you know, dystopia. It's not yeah, there's not a lot of realism here. <laughs> but I can understand people's gripes in ter- in that sense. Like you do get a brief glimpse in the trailer of what District 12 looks like with them all in their rags and shit but um but yeah they don't really look um as starved or as needy or as um bad as they probably could but i suppose in the hunger games movies like you know the 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 district 12 and that they they weren't that bad either um they weren't great but they weren't bad but this is this is set um i think it's 10 it's the 10 year anniversary of like the war ending and and the capital uh basically enforcing uh the rest of the districts to fall into line because they lost and must pay the price after the war so um so it's more close to that so i suppose that's why they're a bit more they're looking a little bit more run down in the districts themselves but um but yeah they're not going to go full like concentration camp sort of on them yeah, it definitely has a, has a feeling of uh, post uh, Great War uh, Europe. Yeah, everything's in shambles. Yeah, and, very much. Yeah, and then we get and then we get the the Great New Deal, and then and then we rebuild, and then do it all over again. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. We love seeing our uh, real, real the real world in our in our fiction. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a good basis. Yeah, and it's a good good thing to get the kids in. It's like, hey, this is this is what really happens. Yeah, and only, and only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> we could solve climate change by bringing a reusable cup <laughs> to your barista. Nice, I can solve I can solve climate change by recycling. Ah, <laughs> uh, so much optimism. So much optimism. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. So this is coming out, I guess. Yeah, it's out out by the end of the year, just yeah. in time for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, this is Lionsgate. Yeah, it is Lionsgate. Yes, Lionsgate. Yeah. yeah. Pay your writers anyway. Yep. Pay them. Pay them. Yeah. Um. 
All right, our next trailer. Let's move on. Speaking of companies that should pay people better, Disney. Pres- Disney. Disney. <laughs> Uh, presents the first teaser trailer for the upcoming series Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Um, yeah, um, I'm not watching this. Only not that's not to say it's not bad. It looks good. It's not. It's definitely not. I'm not the target audience uh, for this. I don't think this is definitely a, a teen, young adult series, um, and that's fine. So is Hunger Games. Well. Yeah. okay all right all right (laughs) fair enough i will eat my words um no it's hunger games you're not supposed to eat no you're supposed to go hungry starve you know in this movie there's there's a lot of kids eating i mean what's going on well yeah, cool. Um, so anyway, anyway, I don't know how many Greek mythology for dummies. I like I like mythology. That's the thing. I'm yeah. I really enjoyed studying Greek mythology when I was in high school, and just mythology in general is fascinating. Um, but um, but no, I just I don't know. It's I don't think this is. I'm. The Hunger Games has a lot more adult themes in it. Oh yeah. And this is definitely more of a kid show. I think. I don't know. That's the difference I'm trying to make, maybe to cover my own ass, I guess. Um, but anyway, I'm not going to, I'm probably not going to watch this. It looks good though. Like it looks like I haven't read the books and I haven't seen the other movies that they made already. Um, but um, the, the cool thing about this is that not only does it look really awesome and interesting, um, but they've, you know, they've got the involvement of the author um, uh, for, like pretty full on in this. So that's got a lot of people oh excited to have the author's approval um and involvement um so yeah i hope it's good i hope it's good i mean i if anything it'll, it'll be nice to see some because I, I i think i maybe recognized one actor maybe a couple of actors in this trailer but a lot of them are, especially the kids of course they're you know newcomers so uh nice vehicle for them to get their time in the spotlight and hopefully get get great careers off of it so um but yeah and disney can go fuck themselves basically so there's that yeah. um <laughs> yeah yeah um that's my thoughts michael what did you make of this one um yeah hello um <laughs> uh i've never watched the percy jackson um i don't know anything about percy jackson but what's in this trailer kid has uh but mind you, I do like the um, the sort of uh, representation of dyslexia. I like that bit yeah. where where he's actually trying to read, and that's what sort of happens when because I'm dyslexic, and that's one of the symptoms of all all words like running into each other. It's like, oh my god, I can't read this. It's like, why don't you stand still? And. Uh, yeah, and I had that too. It's like, well, cool. So they're sort of um, this kid. It's not really doing well in school, but just like the chosen one, uh, Oliver, <laughs> or insert insert kid falling into a uh, into a mythical world here. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. That's the trope. And uh, but uh, Greek mythology is real. We get to see minotaurs and centaurs. What's that kid? He's a he's a fawn, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So and 
and they're going after Zeus's fun thunderbolt. So, wonder if uh, we'll get uh, I don't know Russell Crowe reprising his role. <laughs> Maybe we will. Cause he had a thunderbolt. He did. That that got stolen. Prometheus. Um, <laughs> that was a fire, wasn't it? Uh yes, I yeah. Think, I think so. Anyway, yes, Prometheus nailed to the yeah. Yes, that's the problem of trying to do like um, Greek mythology for kids. There's a lot of fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, Zeus is going to be in this movie? Didn't he fuck a woman as a goose? <laughs> Sorry. He, he sure did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And all about like swallowing babies and <laughs> ripping them open. Yep. Uh yeah. Greek mythology's fun, kids. It's it's a good time. Hmm, tis. <laughs> tis. <laughs> but it's for kids. So this is a Disney thing. It's a Disney thing. Mm-hmm. Pay writers and actors. Yes. But there's actually news that they're actually in negotiations like right now. So yeah, I know. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen next week? So yeah, I'm not holding my breath, but yeah, who yeah. knows? Fingers, fingers Logistics crossed. In that. Yeah. But uh, if I'm right, the next thing uh, we can praise and talk about because the company actually agreed with the with the deals. Oh yes, A24. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Also, the they're the good good ones. They are yeah. the good ones. They are also they um they put out past lives a twenty four. So and last year's or should I say earlier this year's best picture winner everything everywhere all at once, and yes, and the Australian horror film talk to me. So yeah, <laughs> talk a, to the hand. Talk to the hand. A twenty four are simply just. The best. They're going gangbusters. I love it. They really are. It's amazing. It's amazing. Putting putting money into like like um like weird stuff and stuff that might not work and might might work. It's they're uh, they're a good company. They're great. Give me a job. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a job. I'll praise you. Hey, Give me a job. Focus. <laughs> focus. Yes. Yeah, so our next trailer is indeed an A twenty four um uh, feature. By the name of Dream Scenario, um, I I didn't know what to expect watching this because I I'd just seen the some little rumblings on social media about it and it's Nicolas Cage and he's in people's dreams and it looked like there might be some horror elements to it but it's not even really that um, so much because I just watched it and I was like ah so he's just a guy. That's just in everybody's dreams. Just a just a random guy. Just a random guy. He's appearing to everybody. Um, and he's and his image, yeah. not necessarily him. No, no, just the image of him. Yeah. Um, and and, it, the, and the and then the fame that came from it. It's like yeah. What a what a wonderful concept. I love it. Isn't it great? It's 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 fantastic. It's so original. Um, and so fun. Like this is probably my favorite trailer of of the four. Um, just for that sense of like originality and just the performance that Nicolas Cage is giving here is just like, he continues to surprise. He really does. Mm. 
like in the best way. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm watch I'm there opening day for this one. Like this looks just it just looks fun and awesome and and I honestly don't care if they explain why everyone sees him or not. I don't think the movie will. I don't think this is one of those movies that ha- holds your hand with every little detail. I think it's going to leave things ambiguous yeah. and up to the audience to decide what's going on. Um, but I, I also... This, sorry. Yeah. yeah. This, so, yeah, it's the it's the Groundhog Day. It's like, this is what's happening. Mm. Let's enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is just... This is the world you're in. Now accept it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, but I don't understand. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. This movie's not for you then. But why? <laughs> but why? But why? <laughs> Tell me oh, why. Me- media literacy is dead. I don't <laughs> like it. Why don't you like it? Because it's... Because he Nicholas Cage is not really a bold man. He's he's culturally appropriating boldness. It's like shut up. Oh my god. Shut up. Oh, shut up your face. Oh uh, yes, and I I kind of like the idea that it's um, it, the, whatever the dreams are, they seem to be a mix of like mm. good dreams and bad dreams, or just you know dreams and nightmares, I suppose. Um. And that they're going to ha- get to have some fun with what he can and can't do and, and the settings and, and the, the, you know, the laws of whatever dreams that person is having um, will dictate what's what's going on. But, um, but yeah, it, it looks great. I can't wait to watch this. This is awesome. Mm. Um, Michael, what did, what, what did you think? Do you have other thoughts on Dream Scenario? No, I really enjoy it. It definitely is going to be one of those ones that I'm going to sit down and watch. It's like it's going to be fun, and I um, there's not really mu- many questions that I have for it. But I one question sort of popped up is like it's like ooh I wonder if they will do that. It's a uh, uh, who does he dream? Who pops up in history? Yeah, because I like the royal reversal. It's like does he see himself, or is it someone else? He does. He does have a partner. And, and and he's a, and he's a family man. So, does it does he dream about his family? That would be sweet. Mm. So where's this coming out? Um. Well, I'm just actually looking at that now because you you did say we can actually talk about when this one's coming out. Um, That's all right. I ramble. So no, you're, uh, you're fine. I've got it in front of me. Um. I don't have an Australian date, but it'll be out wide in the states on the 22nd of November. Um, nice. So hopefully it'll be out here um, around the same time. We'll have. Ooh, a I might be too busy. You might be too busy. Oh yeah. Watch, watching the Doctor Who. Watching the Doctor Who's. Yes. There's a nice. there's a tentative thing where it's going to be a week of Doctor Who. Uh, because uh, the official date is the twenty third of November, and that's on. A Thursday, right? So, and it'll probably, and they say that it's going to be three three episode thing. So it's going to is probably going to be a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday thing. And also, it's going to be on uh, a a streaming platform of the Disney Plus. So, okay. okay. Yeah, we're gonna get it on Disney Plus, but ugh, I don't know. I can borrow. Uh, I I can go on iPlayer, whatever. 
<laughs> what ifs. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, that was another thing I was going to ask you is, um, cause Dr. Who on Australia, obviously not on ABC, um, anymore, mm, no. but, um, it is on Stan and it's on binge. So I'm watching it on binge just because I'm about to cancel my Stan subscription. Um, but, um, uh, do we know when the, 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 all of it's going to be on Disney plus? Have they announced any of that yet? No, it's that's, up in the air. That's annoying. I'm thinking probably after November, everything's okay. going to be cut off. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be a big push for for the platform. Yeah, unfortunately, that's why I'm trying to get as many many Doctor Who's as I can. So they say, "Ha ha, Disney, you're not going to take my money. I'm going physical media, bitch." <laughs> yeah. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Yes. Cool. Well, um, yeah, dream scenario. It's going to be a good one. Um, we have one more trailer to talk about, uh, and that is for uh, a movie that has definitely been on my radar for a little while now. Um, and yeah, this trailer was wonderful. Um, this is All of Us Strangers, um, starring Andrew Scott and Paul Meskell. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, tick, done. You have my money. Also on opening day, I am going to see this. Um, I, yeah, it looks really, really good. Um, I think it's set in the 80s as well, so you've got that period going for it too. But the fact that it just seems to be about this really kind of lovely, um, beautiful romance between these two men and while also being a story of um, Andrew Scott's character kind of coming to terms with his, maybe his childhood and his parents and what that loving relationship looks like. So it's just like, it seems like it's just a, an exploration of, of human connection and, and appreciation and love and, and the effect that people can have on other people's lives. Um, so a really human kind of a story. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm so down to watch this. I haven't seen Andrew Scott in anything since he was in Fleabag. Um, so as the hot priest um, that broke the internet. Uh, <laughs> so, and of course, you know, Moriarty and Sherlock just fucking excellent um so i'm yeah i'm looking forward to his his performance in this and paul mescal as well has just been a revelation um since i saw him in normal people like he's just so fucking good um so i can't wait to see like his career is really starting to take off now so that's um that's very very good and then yeah he was nominated for an oscar last year for um after sun which was an amazing movie um yeah really really good movie that one i recommend people watch that too um yeah so it just looks really really nice and like a really great setting but it also looks like it, it might be a little maybe confronting in some aspects because i think the way the movie looks to be set up is like he's he's going back into his family like into his past with his family and but his parents look the same and he's older so it's like is he is it just him sort of thinking about his family from the perspective of him being an adult and we're just seeing that thought process acted out as he's actually with them that's kind of how I'm putting it together because I'm like otherwise why why would you have younger actors like Claire Foy and Janie Bell playing Andrew Scott's parents I don't know um but that's kind of how I interpreted it um but yeah, I can't wait to see them in it too. Another two actors that I really like and enjoy their work. So 
Yeah, this is going to be good. This is going to be great. It's going to be swoon-worthy and heartfelt and probably a little sad at the same time. So um, I'm here for it. I am here for it. Michael, what did you think of the trailer for All of Us Strangers? Bit confusing. Um, but by the end of it, it's like, oh, so yeah. It's going to be dealing with a concept that's going to be going to be interesting. Um, if uh, your parents died when you were young, and and you're an adult now, and and you realise, oh, I'm the same age as them when they yeah when they, when they were gone, and it's sort of a self reflection yeah. Um, not necessarily as like, oh, he slipped in a time crack and he's now <laughs> in the past. No, we don't need that. Yeah. Um, but it's more, more to do is like if you had the opportunity to actually talk to your parents when you're exactly the same age. I mean, yeah, it is like the Back to the Future sort of sort of thing. But you know, mm. but it's more to deal with. Um, this is my life, and do you approve? I'm thinking they're probably going to do something like that. It's like, well, uh, can I talk to my parents? Because uh, where they were in the 80s, and you know, a lot of history like crops up as like going through the AIDS epidemic, and it's like, will they be touching on that sort of thing? It's yeah. like, well, what were my parents in the 80s like headset? It's like it's a bit confronting if you just if you think think about it. It's like, um, what we know. Mm about certain issues did our parents have the same thing or were they ignorant or anything like that it's something mm. that you, you, you don't want to confront but maybe that that's the little um maybe that's the the conversations that we need to have and it's cool to do, do it nowadays consider, considering what's really happening around the world i mean a lot of a lot of anti-lgbtqi plus stuff is happening is like well where is the world going to be in when my kids become my age it's like what's going to happen there like it's the backwards thinking and the forward thinking it's yeah. like it's like what 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 what's going to happen and is my mum a racist <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I have the same wonders about my parents sometimes. But anyway, we won't get into that. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. That's what that's what uh, Christmases are for. <laughs> Awkward conversations. Awkward conversations <laughs> when, you know, certain people that you're related to by blood are telling you to vote no. But anyway, it's fine. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> Who told you to say that? <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, we're not getting into it's, politics. Nah. It's sort of funny that the pe people will say, if you don't know, vote no. It's like, weren't you a couple of months ago saying, do your own research? <laughs> really? Really? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> really, really. Really, really. Anyway. So this is come as, comes out. It's Searchlight, so it's Fox adjacent, so it's Disney. It is Disney still, yeah. Yes, fucking Disney. Fucking Disney. Bloody everywhere. <laughs> we can't have nice things. <laughs> this movie looks really nice, though. So. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, and if I'm in the right headspace, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Yeah, totally fair. 
Um, All right, that's trailer park done, everybody, which means it's time for the moment, the segment, the the section. Oh, the duck man. The the, the part, the... The Cyberman. The Cyberman, the place, the thing, the Dalek Dalek man. man. (laughs) (laughs) In the show, we like to call... <clears throat> Clearing up the throat of the popcorn cultures. Yes. Time. I got kernels in my teeth. Yeah, lovely popcorn. Beautiful. Yeah, I can't eat popcorn anymore. <laughs> Unless I have floss. Yes. It's, it's one of the big annoyances now. It's like I can't have popcorn. Can't yeah. enjoy it. No. I still do anyway. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not not having popcorn, so. <laughs> not not <laughs> I'll just live with all the crap in my teeth It's fine um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay guys This is Trailer Park time And what an episode of Ahsoka Do we have to, to discuss uh, Today Wow, wow. Um, This is of course episode 6 Of, uh, of Ahsoka uh, Far far away um, So far So far we're in another galaxy Um it's it is just very 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 cool, um, yeah yeah. So my overall thoughts, yeah, was, this is great. Um, we finally get to see you know the two characters that we've been longing to see this whole time, waiting to see. They're finally both here, Thrawn and Ezra Bridger. We've been teased. Yep. We've been teased. We've been teased, and they delivered. It took them five episodes, but we got there. Um, it's funny because one of my friends messaged me after watching it um, and was like, yeah, they probably could have crammed the first three episodes a bit inward. Like they could have shrunken them a bit and gotten to this stuff faster. And I'm like, yeah, you probably could have. Um, but that's okay. We're here now. I want the ending now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not waiting for the end. Um, well, too bad. Um, so, but yeah, it was worth the wait because... We get to see so much in this episode, like, you know, Purgles going through hyperspace, actual legit Night Sisters, Thrawn, uh, and his badass um, Night Troopers, um, and um, and Ezra Bridger living amongst the Toytles of of, <laughs> the, of the Star Wars galaxy. Um, crab people, Star- crab people. <laughs> <laughs> Or should I say Star Wars universe because we're in another galaxy now? Um, but yes, yeah. No, there was a lot to like in this episode. Um, I yeah, the like I didn't even it didn't even bother me that Ahsoka and Huyang are only in the cold open. Like it did not bother me. Like by the time the episode was done, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, we haven't had Ahsoka for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this a show called Ahsoka? Where's Ahsoka? And I kind of. I'm okay with that only for the fact that like, you know, we've seen it before in these Star Wars shows when, you know, a show is named after a character and then that character decides to not be present, uh, book of Boba Fett, anyone. Um, and, Mm. and in that case, you know, I, it didn't work. What we got was fucking amazing Mandalorian episodes in a Boba Fett show, but it didn't work for the show Boba Fett. Um, here it makes all the sense in the world because obviously yeah. um, Ahsoka and and Hu Yang are a little bit behind in terms of following the the giant yeah. the giant hyperspace ring, and so they will arrive in the galaxy 
um, this new galaxy. Next at, episode. At the start, exactly, the start of the next episode. Because it took them an episode to get there, so it takes them an episode yes. to get there. Yes. Because <laughs> time. Time. <laughs> time is a thing. Yeah, I, yeah, so that makes sense. That's all perfectly fine and it works. And yeah, um, but yeah, but so it was just, it was just a great, like this show is just, yeah, it's doing some fantastic Star Wars and I'm just, I'm very happy. I'm, I was worried and now I'm not anymore because um, it's, it's been very good. So, hmm. um, Michael, how about yourself? How did this episode sit with you? I loved it. Um, I watched it on the big screen and it was, uh, just a, it's just a treat to the eyes, especially yeah. the first shot of the Pergules oh going through God. hyperspace. It was like, oh my God, I want this as a wallpaper. Yeah, it was so pretty. <laughs> so pretty. As a movable wallpaper. Like... Yeah. Uh, and also just the different shots, especially with the. Especially with the uh, um, the the star destroyer just going over, yeah. so much scale. I love mm. it, and we get to see the Night Sisters. Yep, live action. A lot of firsts for live actions here. Yeah, uh, especially with Thorn and 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 Ezra. Mm. Uh, uh, mm. Not not the boy anymore. It's been nine years, and he's made and and he's made a delicious beard. Anyway, um, yeah, I really, really enjoy it. And especially um, uh, the way that they represent, like, what does a different galaxy look like within a Star Wars galaxy? It, there, there are, there are, what's the, what's the term? It's like um, uh, different familiar, like uh. we... It, it, it's all like that. There's like with, a word for that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like the different creatures and the different different um, like aspects. Like some of the some of the, the the red guys in there is like, wow, this is this looks like some something out out of. Ah, uh, uh, have you have you ever seen um uh, uh Terry Gilligan's The Fisher King? Mm, oh no, Robin Williams movie though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's sort of the fanciful like stuff elements that he puts in it's like uh it's sort of the stuff that uh robin williamson's character sees because he's hallucination because he's he's crazy and and he sees like this knight on a horse just running down like like um uh new york i think right it's sort of like stuff like that it's like it 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 harkens back to that sort of 80s sort of um high fantasy sort of stuff and I'm really enjoying it, and especially those um, uh, hermit crab slash um, mm. uh, turtle things. Um, just the uh, just the concre- uh, just the just the mesh between f- um, like physical stuff as well as digital stuff, and they're sort of blending in, mm-hmm. and it and they look really good. Yeah, like. They could have gone like the full CGI route, and it's like, no, this is Star Wars. You can get away with doing puppetry, and it's really great. It's it's more believable, and you can like smell. It's like it's the, you can smell the place that they're in because it looks like musk, mm, like yeah. And I'm really enjoy, enjoying sort of like the dialogue in this as well, and and all and all the elements that are just coming together, and it's like, what's going to happen? Yeah. 
Love it. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so many praises. So many praises. Um, yeah, I am. Um, yeah. Um, I, it was just really nice to kind of like that one scene we got of he young and Ahsoka at the start was, was kind of nice. And, um, the fact that, yeah, we talked about it already at the start of the show, but like, you know, he said the words a long <laughs> time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Like that's, um, that was kind of interesting, um, to hear that happen. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to their arrival next week. Um, that'll be, that'll be good. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, this, like you're saying with this, this world that they've come to, I've already forgotten the name of it. I think it starts with P as well. Um, but, um, but yeah, they, uh, they get there and it is, uh, one of the things that kind of struck me immediately was like how, I think it was Morgan Elspeth that said, that this is where the Purgles basically come to die. Um, yeah, like it's their graveyard, and then you get the shot of like the ring, the satin ring, the ring around the oh. planet is actually filled with purple bones. Um, that was eerie as fuck, but I really liked it. <laughs> it sets up as like this: this place is just an arbiter of either death and Sith and, and just darkness. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And no wonder everyone wants to escape. Yeah, no, no wonder the uh, the fact that you know one of the native life forms on the planet actually like you know hide themselves in shells um, mm. that can camouflage. Um, yeah, so yeah, in terms of the main story, this episode, I mean, yeah, we get to the we get to this planet and um, we you know we we actually get to see like proper night sisters in live action for the first time. Um, <laughs> three, Canum three, Canum three. <laughs> Uh, mm, the fates. Three fates. Talking about Greek mythology. Yeah, and the, she mentioned the fucking thread too, like to Thrawn. There's like a thread. And I'm like, wow, they're really going full on on the uh, the, the mythology get it, here. Get it, get yes. it. So I thought that I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, and also the main night sister, like, um, was played played by Claudia Black, um, which I didn't realize until I. I don't know, makeup. Yeah, obviously because of the makeup, but I I watched because I watched a bit of a video that recapped the episode and um, it pointed out that she was one of them and I was and then it played a clip of her talking. I'm like, how the fuck did I? Her voice doesn't sound too far removed <laughs> from her own voice. How did I not even realize? So yeah, so that made me extra happy to see her in it. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like seeing the Night Sisters and and Thrawn and all of this would feel like this is probably the first time I think that I felt the fact that I haven't watched rebels has been a disadvantage only because I feel like this would mean this would have so much more weight to it. Um, than it does like, you know, the fact, cause the fact that like, for me, I can't shake of like Thrawn is supposed to be like the, one of the smartest minds in the entire universe, essentially um, in terms hmm, of his mil- yeah. military thinking and his, tactical thinking and, and, and just being a, a general badass. Um, sorry, Admiral badass. Um, but um, the fact that he's putting a lot of faith in people like Morgan Elspeth and the Night Sisters, like, it's just interesting that someone that's that seems to, like, have a practicality at hand in terms of his focus also is not afraid to kind of mingle with magic and the Force and that sort of stuff. Like, it's very, um, yeah, I well, know, it's very interesting. 
yeah, because the th- thing is, he does. He is an opportunist because um, basically his backstory is his people are from the unknown region, right? And and he he I can't remember if he was banished or he was looking for uh, looking for something else um, to to say hey. It, um, Either way, if he sided with the rebels or the or the empire, and he chose the empire because he thought, well, they can actually help us out, probably eventually. So he is a big opportunist, and he could have fallen from either way. He didn't really care of what the empire was doing, as long as he had the power to to stay where he is. And one of the biggest uh, things is um, he. He, he he's he he's a guy who who does numbers and that sort of thing and 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 anything that's do, anything to do with nature uh he sort of like is like oh that's nature that's random and don't like that it's, mm. i don't like random stuff but mm-hmm. unfortunately that that at the end of rebels and not to spoil it for fulia in the future uh but his downfall is um is ezra uh, the um and his connection with uh nature, like with with, with the purgles and the and and the and the and, and his wolves as well. There's a lot of wolves imagery in mm-hmm. this as well. Yeah. Um, and so just like like at the end of Return of the Jedi, when the entire empire was defeated by a couple of Ewoks, bit of bears running around in the in the. In the forest. Yes. Because yes. of nature. Nature mm-hmm. finds a way. Nature finds a way. Life finds a way. Yeah. Yes. And so I don't I I, I didn't really find find it that much of a stretch that now um Thrawn has learnt from his mistakes. It's like, okay, I need to embrace nature and and okay. yep. thing things other than, than Jedi. Mm-hmm. And and his disdain with Balin, and it's like, oh, you are a former Jedi. Mm-hmm. I I love that. I love the fact that he's just like seeing him for what he is, and and not like having it really. Like, yeah, yeah. And I and it because it adds like an extra layer to Balin's story too, um, and his character. And I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah, such yeah. a shame. Such a such a shame. I know. <laughs> Yeah, eternally sad about Ray Stevenson. Oh my god. Ah, um, yes. Well, um, yeah. So seeing, seeing Thrawn for the first time, for the first time, live action ever, (laughs) ever, and for myself ever. Yes, because I have again, I have not watched Rebels. Um, um, but yeah, I I really appreciate the fact that they um, were able to um, have Lars Mikkelsen reprise his role because he voiced him in the show. Um, and now he's actually playing him in live action, um, which is very, very cool. And just, he's just so good. Like I've, you know, I've seen him in a handful of things. Um, and yeah, he generally does, you know, similar to his brother, Maz plays villains. Um, (laughs) and, uh, he does just, he just does a phenomenal job. And I, I like part of this video that I watched too, uh, that went into the, the episode a bit, um, played some side by side sort of um, 
of him doing the voice in Rebels and also just him delivering the dialogue in live action and, and the difference like on the delivery like he, he has switched it up a little bit obviously I guess there's been some time that's passed not just only since recording the voices in Rebels but um, in the in the canon there's obviously been some mm. time um, nine years I, I think nine years yeah, yeah. but um, I really enjoyed watching that and then just hit like his performance here is just so he's he's just got the mark of one of those great um star wars villains like he 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 reminds me of tarkin a little bit just in that kind of quiet unsettling way of commanding a room um yeah and just being sinister without being over the top um i just yeah i really like that and i yeah i really enjoyed um lars mickelson's performance um yeah, it was just, it was just great. Yeah, it fa- it was, yeah. The, the the wait for Thrawn was worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did you how did you find seeing Thrawn in live action finally? <laughs> I had to watch it again because hey. uh, I wasn't really like paying attention to him. It was like, oh my god, this is so cool. This is so cool. What's he saying? Oh, it's even better. It's even better. <laughs> 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 yeah. It, it, it's um it is a lot different from the from from the cartoon but yeah um the aspect of uh it's been 9 years and he he doesn't quite look like he does in the cartoon but no one really does i mean mm. take a look take a look at um count dooku from from clone wars to to what um christopher lee actually looks like yeah night and day so i can understand that like there's sort of liberties that that you can do with the sort of style of uh, animation Mm -hmm. but and i'm happy that i've watched a couple of uh, reactions as well and i'm not the only one uh thinks he kind of looks like elon musk but it's (laughs) anyway can't be unseen now anyway oh no yeah, he does look a little bit like him. Fuck. Yeah, sorry, I ruined it. No, it's okay. But <laughs> he's a villain that you that you love to hate. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah, and it, it, it's just great that um, they they sort of are um, reintroducing some legend stuff, mm. and and where we are now, it's. It's sort of like the um, the pocket dimension that we're we're sort of dealing with with the Dave Filoni sort of side side of it is like it's sure everything is going to be leading to the sequel trilogy, but we we need to take a couple of steps away to set that up, but we're going to enjoy ourselves over here, and yes. I, I I like that aspect. And let's talk about the Dark Troopers. Oh my god. I fucking adore. I really do. Um like I obviously again haven't seen Rebels, can't really like don't know what extra backstory there is to them, but um for, from what I understand they might actually be resurrected by the the Night Sisters, like they might be zombie troopers, I suppose. Yeah, that's the theory. And I yeah. like that theory. I like the theory too. And it- and it would explain um, uh, the Inquisitor from the previous episodes. Yes. Yeah. So, 
I knew that would probably play out. That might, and, yeah. And how, um, yeah, it's just a cult of thorn, thrawn. It's awesome. And and just piecing together, it's like, well, it's been nine years. It's like, of course it's going to be going to be like this. He, he, it's, he's not just a commander. He's essentially turned into a... a a deity to to these to to these things yeah that, that ragtag of of everything and even his uniform is sort of you know it's got wear and tear in certain places where he's been putting it on and off but but it's still pristine and he still mm. he still has a he still has a command over over everything that that's in front of him and he's a he's a big bad guy but is to be seen if he's going to get back. Yes, um, I I really like the, the these dark troopers, these night troopers, whatever we're calling them, um, specifically for the fact that like I I mean, Fulia, which I'm, when you listen, you'll be aware of this, I'm sure, because it's Japanese. But um, have you heard of Kintsugi? Yes, I have. Yeah, so immediately that's where my brain went. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's yeah, obviously done on purpose. Because um, it's yeah. you know, there's been a lot of references um, to, throughout this show and throughout a lot of the new Star Wars stuff to like the the Japanese origins of what George Lucas took from the you know Kurosawa stuff um, yeah and turned into Star Wars and the fact that it's kind of coming around full circle now right, we're seeing the the American stuff paying tribute to the Japanese origins in an, in this sort of a way. Um, I think is fucking sick. So yeah, these these troopers look amazing, um, and um, especially the the lead one that has like the the gold face mask kind of welded in to the stormtrooper <laughs> uh, helmet. I I that was that was cool. This is just so I, it's just so fucking cool. <laughs> it's just the Roman death mask. Yeah, which is that another another key indica- indication that the, these are probably just an army of the dead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like they, they, they look like they could be zombie stormtroopers just based on the way their outfits have been repieced together. You know, um, it's just yeah, it's just a, a, a fucking amazing touch. Like they don't, they didn't have to do that, but they no, did, just, and it makes it that much better. <laughs> it's salad dressing. It's yeah, awesome. yeah, it's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking incredible. Um, yeah. Um, so, of course, um, uh, you know, Sabine's still in the mix here and Balin and, and Shinhati and that's all going on at the same time. Um, I kind of, I'm getting the feeling now because, you know, we've been wondering, maybe, well, I've been wondering what, um, you know, Balin's skull wanted out of his allegiance with Morgan Elspeth and... You know, he he has his reasons for wanting to get to Thrawn, and he's talked about power. You know, um, but I'm starting to think it's not Thrawn that he's after. It's this planet. Um, I think it's got. Or to, what's on this? Planet. What's on this planet? Yeah, it's got to do with with that. And the conversations that he was having with Shinhati in this episode were really interesting and mm. I'm again like the two of them are just my you know consistently my favorite characters in this um as cool as it is to see Thrawn now um and we're getting more of the Night Sister stuff but like 
Balin and Shin are just like these two outliers and I'm like they're, they're sort of a mystery in and of themselves um and like the way Balin talks about you know how Shin you know you weren't you, I, you know I'm not training you as a Jedi I'm training you as you know to be I can't what was the line it wasn't I'm training you to be better or different was it it was something else um but yeah. It was, yeah it's something along those lines yeah so something greater yeah yeah yeah, Basically. which essentially is a, a force wielding um, force, not not necessarily for for good or for e- for ill, but somewhere in between. And it's not a grey Jedi because they don't exist. And George Lucas has, has come out and say that's stupid. <laughs> oh, has he? Okay, whoops. <laughs> yeah. So so there, there was a phrase that I actually quite like. Um, where it's not light or dark; it's balance. You are balanced. That's cool. And it, and it's more spiritual than 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 just saying it's grey. No, it's it's balance. So, uh, so something that they're finding is balance. Like there's a character in Rebels that uh, a lot of people are speculating we might see is the thing that um, Balin is finding. Uh, uh, is probably at the end of this, and. It's a great big ancient like creature, which which would be more more in the middle of the balance between the forces of light and death, mm-hmm. uh, you know the, the middle bit, the grey Jedi. But and uh, oh God, what's his name, uh, Windu or some, something like something like that. And he he's in the later half of uh, of Rebels, right. and. Coincidentally, in the in the in Rebels, voiced by Tom Baker, so yeah, yeah so the fourth Doctor, yes. which is a cl- clear indication that Dave Filoni is a Whovian. <laughs> he definitely is. Yeah, so got David Tennant. Let's get let's get <laughs> let's get uh, Tom Baker into this. Yes, please. He's he's reaching out an age that he's not going to be with us for much longer. Anyway. No, that's true. Or it's going to be something completely different, uh, but voiced by a, by a doctor. Bendu. Bendu. Bendu is I the name Windu. of the character. You said Windu. Mace Windu. Bendu. Mace Windu. Yeah. They're all made up. <laughs> all names are made up. Yeah. They are. That's very true. Oh, it could be Mace Windu. <laughs> he <laughs> fell from the sky and he fell all the way to this planet. That's my That's my theory. Uh, even in the even in the Wikipedia article about him, about Tom Baker, it, it says he is the third actor in the role of the Doctor to appear in a Star Wars production, following David Tennant as Hu Yang in the Clone Wars and Peter Cushing as Tarkin in A New Hope. Oh yeah, if you count if you count the uh, the '60s movie Dalek movies, yes, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, we right. need we need we need to get Colin Baker into this. <laughs> yes, just get all of them in there. As or Peter as, Davison. Yes, as many as coincidentally, possible. Um, Matt Smith was going to be in Star Wars. Oh yeah. Uh, when when they were going, uh, when they were tossing around the idea of ha- of having him as the bad guy for, uh, what's the third one? Uh, Skywalker Rises Rise or something. Rise of Skywalker. That's it. I can't remember the name. It was. I, it's out of my mind. Oh, 
Somehow Palpatine returned. Somehow, no. yeah, he did. No. But it all leads to that. It all leads to that. <laughs> <laughs> it all leads to that. Yeah. Yes. So what were we talking about? We were talking oh, yeah. about, yeah. You were Balin's talking... plan to yes. find stuff. Yes, yes, yes. On a on a Goonies mission. <laughs> to find the balance. Yeah. No, I, I like yeah. that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so I like that. I like the fact that... um. You know, as to be expected, I think, because I like I think from the beginning, I've really sensed that he's a very complicated character with a complicated past um, and mysterious as well. And I, I, I sort of like the fact that it's not as cut and dry as oh, he just wants to ally, ally himself with Thrawn so he can be in a position yeah. of power or he's not he's not just trying to use that alliance to get somewhere. It's like, oh, no, there's actually a re- like he's he I mean, I, we've been saying it this whole time he's in it for himself. And now it's starting to become clearer what he's actually like. His goal is, um, and yeah. I, and I really, yeah, I really like it. And yeah, and yeah. and I, and I think I think too. Just after this episode, seeing the way Thrawn responded to him, um, that yeah, I think Balin and Shin are gonna not not become good guys. I don't think, but um, they they'll sort of be the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I think. Um, and, yeah. and Thrawn and all of them will be against them, and they'll and they'll have to ally with Ahsoka and Sabine and Ezra, and but then there'll be something to do with them, and yeah, yeah, it's all very very cool. So they need to break the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let the past die. Yeah. Uh, but we all know uh, they fail because. The First Order rises. The First Order rises, yes. Uh, And Palpatine's doing his thing somewhere else. So He sure is. Coincidentally, they fail. Yeah, like, could you imagine if the show has, like, a sad ending? (laughs) (laughs) They could totally do that. Yeah, Ahsoka dies, maybe. Or even worse, uh, a second season. And somehow write Balin out. Yeah. 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 It's all very sad. Anyway. anyway, um well, yes, so we should talk about Sabine, um, and Ezra. Um Sabine again is just continuing to be my least favourite character in this. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I just I don't know, she's just not she was just a little a little whiny. In this episode, just in the beginning. I liked her by the end. Like, I thought I came back around to her by the end when she found Ezra and when she, like, you know, she made friends with that rat horse thing, buddy, that she's got now. And, um, <laughs> and, and then the howler. Yeah. And the, the, um, the turtle hermit crab creatures that were great. Um, and she held her own in a fight against those, you know, rebels, renegades, mercenaries, whatever you want to call that group. Ravages. Ravages. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, but she was just like, you know, the fact that she kept saying, we had a deal, we had a deal. And I'm like, dude, don't be fucking naive. The, <laughs> the deal has changed, Bray, yeah. and not changed it <laughs> any, any further. further. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars rhymes. Star Wars <laughs> rhymes. Um, yeah, that was a bit, that was a bit annoying, but cause like, of course, but I did like the fact that like, eventually it was like, well, no. You know, we don't give a shit. We'll, we'll give you what you want, but you know, we're not gonna let you live. Um, yeah, that's not part of the deal. Um, so I kind of like that they've set that up of like, okay, they're gonna come and and take her out. 
Um, and then, yeah, the interesting thing about how during the... Like, she didn't win that fight against those um, creatures until she got the lightsaber out. Um, which is the opposite to what we've seen so far of her. Every time she gets the lightsaber out, she goes okay. But as soon as she gets her blaster out and starts being all Mandalorian, that's when she really shines. But in this, it was for some reason mm. the opposite, which I found really interesting. Did you did you make anything of that? Or you, like in terms of her maybe getting more in touch with the Force? Or, or, or what do you think? Uh, now that you mention it... Um... The way her fighting style, especially with the um, uh, lightsaber, it, it, it's more to do with like wielding like like a sword. So it, it's still it's still quite foreign to her, and mm. she's not really being one with the force. And we still haven't seen her move stuff. <laughs> so no. no matter how hard they <laughs> like tease that yeah. and i like and i like the fake out that they do in this where just, i'm gonna move these rocks the rocks are moving yeah. oh shit they're alive <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> ha 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 you suck <laughs> um <laughs> so i kind of like the uh, we we still we're still not sure about her uh, mm. but it is uh, starting to get a little bit annoying uh but at least she lightened up when finally see Ezra. I know. It's like it's like a great big hug. Yeah, that was nice. A couple of lovely hugs with the two of it's them. Like, How did you get here? No time for that now. It's kind of important. Yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of maybe put the entire universe at risk by doing this. Um, yeah, I kind of screwed over everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then like that moment where, um, where uh, Ezra was like. Like, doesn't he mention Ahsoka? And it's like, a, you know, like, I can't wait to see her or something. And then Sabine's just like, oh, about that. I'm the worst. Yeah. I'm actually yeah, I'm, the worst. I may, I may have made it probably, she's probably drowning at this present time. Yeah, she might be dead. Yeah. Sabine probably she, thinks she's dead. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you think that, it's like, it, she's. She's a former Jedi. They can withstand stuff like that. I'm sure she can withstand. Like, if if you can withstand a a saber to the to the to the gut, <laughs> Ahsoka can can survive a fall into yeah. the ocean. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> anyway, anyway, up in the air. Can't wait for next week. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, um, two more episodes to go. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a sad one this week. Yeah, yeah, because you know we're going to set up our finale, and uh, Ahsoka and Hu Yang are going to arrive, and Thrawn's right there, and yeah, yep. <laughs> Time to leave. <laughs> hmm. And there's a oh, race. Yeah, that's, oh yeah, that's what it was. It was the, Ezra said something about um, like being able to go home or whatever, or like, and I think that's what made Sabine go. Yeah, she, well, had, a, she had a look on her face, like, yeah, we're not, we're not getting home. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to be tricky. Yeah, <laughs> still. So that's bit all right. That's all right. We we got purgles. Yeah, we got giant sp- 
space whales. You remember those? You remember the space whales? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> it was like four years ago. <laughs> uh. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Um, I don't really have anything else to say um, apart from, yeah, looking forward to the, the last two. How about you? Mm, can't wait. Can't, can't wait to be sad and then pleasantly optimistic. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they do a huge curveball and, and and all of a sudden uh, Thwarn just just bails out of there like in the fir- first couple of minutes of the next episode. It's like, oh, we've we got we to gotta race. We've got to race we back. We've got to race back. Yes, that would. I I hope they don't do that, but I mean, who knows? I'm sure yeah. whatever they want, do will be good. I want a big battle. Yeah. <laughs> On the face face of the planet. Yeah, let's. And go. then we find out it's like oh, all these zombies. Are like, <laughs> Star Wars zombies. And they still can't shoot for shit because they're zombies. Because they're zombies. They shoot even worse now. Yeah, because they had nine years of not practicing on <laughs> civilians. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All it right. Is. That'll do it then. That will do it. That will do it. All right. Um, thank you for, for watching. If you happen to catch the portion of the, the podcast that was streamed. Um, and thank you yes. for listening as well. Hello, future people. The stream cut out uh, and you're listening to it now. Yes. So. Yes. Funny how this stuff happens. Funny how life gets in the... Life finds a way. <laughs> hmm. Universe and everything. And everything, yes. But no, that was good. That was great. I enjoyed. I hope everyone listening enjoyed as well. Thank you for listening to us. Um, yeah, until until next time. And that was, was a podcast called Fred. Fred. Da, da, da. Da. Insert music here. Insert music here. <laughs> uh, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and the platform formerly known as Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can go and find us on our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can go over to our uh, YouTube. That's youtube.com slash uh, Fred the Alien Productions and if you like uh, the look of us you know give us go over to our Twitch and get give us a follow I haven't got the thing in front of me so I'm just making it up as I go along you're doing and well if you, yes and if you're on YouTube right now which you're not because this is an audio recording uh, you can uh, subscribe to the Fred the Alien channel and also hit that like button as well as the bell icon so you can keep us keep you and us up to date with all our content on our YouTube. Yes, please do. I've been a Kendall Richardson. And I've been the man without power. That's electrical power, Michael Lister. <laughs> and, and you, you just, just experience, experience a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Woohoo! Woohoo! Remember to eat. Ah, Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and. 
Admiral, there'll be whales here. Remember when we said that last week? <laughs> yes. Grand Admiral, <laughs> there'll be pergles here. <laughs> there we go. Well done. Now it's more Star Warsy. Now it's more Star Warsy. Yes. Thank you for listening and watching Waiters and Gators. Look out for yourself and your mental health. Please <clears throat> do. Mm-mm. And... And... See...